0: Welcome back to the Rules Plus Podcast. After the complicated, extensive discussions in the last two episodes, identifying similarities and differences within the rules dyads, field goal versus punt, and kick crossing the neutral zone versus pass crossing the neutral zone, the dyad topic for this week feels like taking a week off. After all, besides noting a couple of obvious differences between a free kick that follows a score and one that follows a safety, how much else is there to talk about? Well, hold that thought as I wade into this 7th of 15 rules dyads I've committed to discuss in the Sibling Rules Project. After a swift review of what the differences are today, I'm going to indulge in a thought experiment by speculating why the differences exist. I don't think knowing the why, in this case, will necessarily help you or me on Friday night, but I do think it will be interesting to ponder the question, what were the rules makers thinking? So, the question for today is, what's in a name? When isn't a kickoff a kickoff? Well, To begin, let's acknowledge the couple of obvious differences we see on the field. Barring a penalty, 1. The free kick to start a half or after a score is from the 40, while the free kick after a safety is from the 20. And 2. The free kick to start a half or after a score must be a place kick or a drop kick only, while the free kick after a safety may be and very often is a punt. Why, you might ask, did I just choose to be so wordy about this? I could have summed up the differences in a single sentence. A kickoff is a place kick from the 40, except that after a safety, it's from the 20. Well, I didn't choose such direct wording because the rules book doesn't choose to do so. And so, that's a third less obvious difference we only see in the rules book, not on the field. The term "kickoff" appears 145 times in the rules book, but only once in Rule 6, which covers free kicks and scrimmage kicks. In the very first paragraph of Rule 6 is the straightforward one-sentence provision, quote, Unless relocated by a penalty, the kicking team's restraining line on a kickoff shall be its 35-yard line, and for a free kick after a safety, its 20-yard line. The term kickoff never appears again in the rule. The consistent reference thereafter is to free kick. Separate provisions in Rule 2 define free kick and kickoff. Free kick is addressed by 2.16.5, quote, A free kick is a kick by a player of the team in possession made under restrictions specified in Rules 414, 611, and 612. A free kick after a safety may be a punt, drop kick, or place kick, end quote. The rules references are to when a ball is ready for play in four one four, restraining lines in six one, and free kick formation in six one two. Kickoff is addressed by two sixteen six. A kickoff is a free kick that starts each half and follows each try or successful field goal attempt. It must be a place kick or a drop kick. End quote. So, for the question, when is a kickoff not a kickoff? The answer is that it's not a kickoff when it's after a safety. Here is the wording in 8.5.2 concerning kick-after safety, Quote, After a safety is scored, the ball belongs to the defending team at its own 20-yard line, and that team shall put the ball in play on or between the hash marks By a free kick that may be a punt, drop kick, or place kick." If this all strikes you as splitting hairs, well, perhaps that is so. But such attention by the Rules Committee to precision in vocabulary is the norm rather than the exception. And that, I suggest, is in fact a very good thing. And in studying and learning the rules, we should work very hard. To learn and adopt precise rules book language ourselves. Consider the importance of vocabulary distinctions between possess and catch, fumble and muff, catch and recover, runner and ball carrier, foul and violation, to name only a few. The bottom line is that the free kick after a safety is not. A kickoff because there are three very important differences from a kickoff. It is from the 20 yard line, it may be a punt, and if it is a punt or drop kick, it may be from behind the kicking team's restraining line rather than on that restraining line. That last difference is a third, not so obvious on the field difference that you could easily overlook because the provision covering that is buried. In paragraph 4 of subsection C of article 2 of section 1 of rule 6. Even more obscure is the additional provision in the next sentence that if a penalty against team A is enforced from the quote previous spot end quote, that means it should be enforced from the 20 yard line, not from the spot where a punt or drop kick. Was made. Okay, but now why does the name matter? Referring to kickoff versus free kick after a safety. You may be thinking justifiably that the two major differences between a kickoff and a free kick after a safety are obvious to coaches officials and perhaps a majority of fans i thought so too until i saw something just last season for the first time in my very long career the story is actually quite amusing here's what happened in a game my crew was working after a score late in an important game the scoring team was in one possession of tying or taking the lead as the back judge handed the ball to the kicker who had no tee, the kicker informed the back judge that his coach had instructed him to punt the ball. Despite the back judge's warning that that was a foul, the kicker followed the instructions of his coach. Our crew was in position for an onside kick, so as referee, I was alone downfield. I saw the ball flying extremely high in the air, higher than I ever recall seeing for a kickoff. upfield. I then saw a scramble for the ball that had dropped in behind the Team B front nine players, and I recall thinking, wow, that play really worked. How did they do that? Team A, too, thought it had worked until the flag was dropped. I was unaware that the ball had been punted until the back judge reported that it had been. To my amazement. The lesson is twofold you never know what is obvious and when you think something can't happen it just may happen so back to the subject here's the thought experiment i previewed in the introduction to this episode why aren't free kicks after a safety the same as any other free kick that puts the ball back into play after a score. Well, hear me out on the reason that I think this happens. The obvious difference in the case of a safety is that the defense is scored, not the offense. Yet, if the defense scores a touchdown, that team has a kickoff, giving the ball back to the non-scoring team after the try. Why in the case of a safety? does the non-scoring team not receive the same favor. It must give the ball back to the team that just scored and do so from the 20-yard line at that. I speculate that the reason is related to the fundamental difference between the purposes of a free kick and a scrimmage kick. I first suggested in Episode 8 and then elaborated in Episode 10 that the not-so-obvious difference between free kicks and scrimmage kicks is why they occur. I have speculated that the role of free kicks is to provide a dull mechanism for resuming play each half and after scores, while the role of scrimmage kicks is to manage field position when a planned change of possession is imminent. Indeed, laudable concerns about players' safety, and concussive threats associated with the high-speed player impacts during kickoff plays have led to a kinder, gentler paradigm for the purpose of kickoffs, regarding them as largely a necessary evil mechanism to transition to the next series of downs. Consequently, rules have changed regarding formations for onside kicks, blocking below the waist, forming wedges, rewarding fair catches and, of course, encouraging touchbacks. It seems to me that the point of the differences for a free kick following with safety is to make it more closely resemble a scrimmage kick in these rare instances when the kicking team has been disadvantaged in four ways. By one giving up a score, two, having to give up the ball, three, having to do so from deep in its own territory, and four, having only the very risky option to attempt a pooch kick to prevent a long return or to attempt an onside kick. If the non-scoring team must kick from its own 20, at least it may choose to punt, kick more easily driven high and far downfield. For Texas high school teams, the free kick after a safety presents two additional disadvantages that are greater than those that college teams face. The free kick is 20 yards behind where a kickoff would otherwise be, not 15 yards as for a college team. And while some high school teams have kickers who routinely can put a place kick well downfield or in the end zone, many, if not most high school teams choose the cautious approach of pooching every kickoff so that they don't outkick their coverage. The trade-off is that their opponent starts its new drive near midfield, but that opponent can rarely return the kick for a long gain or a touchdown. Pooching a free kick from the 20-yard line likely lets your opponent set up in your own territory. But the fundamental question is yet to be addressed – why give a team that has given up a safety a favor that the rules don't give to a team that has given up a pick-six? I can think of one compelling reason to give a safety-yielding team a break. As I've already noted, unlike the team victimized by a pick-six, a team victimized by a safety has to give the ball right back to the scoring team so why not let the team choose to punt? But consider this. Why is there, in the case of a safety, the onerous possession provision to begin with, namely, that the scoring team gets the ball right back? The answer, I think, is pretty plain to see. It would be very tempting for a team in a tough down and distance situation to choose to give up a safety in order to secure a fresh set of downs in a much better circumstance. Yet no team would choose to give up a pick six, while giving up only two points might, and often is, an attractive option. So the unique provision that the scoring team gets the ball back after a safety makes sense but then so does the unique provision that the kicking team may have a better chance to manage field position by choosing to punt. It would be an interesting discussion for another time to consider whether other rules provisions for free kicks might be adjusted to make free kicks after a safety even more closely resemble scrimmage kicks, such as provisions for kicks that go out of bounds or even The possibility that post-scrimmage kick enforcement for Team B fouls might be invoked. Well, I told you this might be more like a week off, and so I'm delivering. That's it for this relatively short episode. I've now completed discussion of seven of the 15 Sibling Rules dyads I'm targeting for consideration. On the agenda for next week's episode is dyad number eight, Fumble versus Muff. Recently, in episode 10, I shared a lengthy comment from the Rogers-Reading study guide regarding what the guide calls the myth of the Muff. I'll revisit that in the next episode and expand on the discussion as well. So come back next week to see if I can cover stuff that makes you feel more confident when you take the field. And as I mentioned last week, even though we're well into the season now, if you'd like to learn more about the Austin Football Officials Association, please do contact us. You can email us at recruiting at afoa.ws visit our website at www.austinfootballofficials.org or call us at 512-298-2987. Till next time, have a great week.